Welcome to the How to Be a Minimalist podcast. My name is Katie and I'm your host. Thanks so much for joining me today. There are links in the details of this episode that include books that I've written, my YouTube channel, as well as my exclusive Patreon episodes and how to become a patron. This is episode 109, my goals for 2022. Hey there, minimalists. I hope that you are having a great day. Happy New Year. I hope the end of the year closed out well for you. And if it didn't, you're having a hard time. I'm sorry. I understand. It's just nice to have a fresh start. I hope that it is looking up for you. And if you had a good year in 2021, I hope 2022 is great for you as well. It's funny because it's just another day. I know that. But there is something so nice and refreshing about that 12-month mark and starting over. I love to sort of reinvent myself and what my focuses are going to be at the beginning of a year. And it, it feels so good to be able to say, okay, I'm done with that. And now I'm going to try something else. It's exciting to me. My family and I had a great Christmas, really nice times hanging out. And we are getting back to work now and all of that sort of thing. But I feel rejuvenated and ready to do that. So that's pretty nice. In case you are looking for those Patreon exclusive episodes, I did record creating a routine for weekend chores, as well as an episode on my favorite minimalist actions and activities of 2021. Those are the two episodes of December. They are both out now. If you would like to become a patron, $3 a month will get you access to those bonus exclusive episodes plus uh, what, like 40 others. And those were episodes, mm, I don't know, 42, 43. 43, 44. I can't remember. Anyway, there are a ton of episodes over there that have not been on this podcast and you can have access to listening to those for just $3 a month. To my patrons, thank you so much for being over there on Patreon, supporting the show and keeping it on the road. For those of you that have been hanging out for a long time, you know that I always use the beginning of these episodes to let you know how minimalism is working in my life. And I I do this so that I can show you all how I use minimalism to get those experiences, not extra things piling up in my life. And it's always really fun for me to do this. It's a good way for me to kind of hold myself accountable as far as my goals go, because that's usually what I talk about, a little bit of lifestyle, what we're up to. But a lot of it is all about the goals that I've made in the previous or in that year, I should say. So I... I love this part and I am ready to let go of 2021. Honestly, it has turned out so differently than I thought that it would at the beginning of the year that my goals did shift a little bit, although I am happy to note the things that I was able to accomplish and complete, but I am ready for 2022 and hoping that the goals that I've set for this year are able to be achieved. They are very different from what I had made goals of in 2021. But, uh, you know, I think that's the exciting thing about making goals for the year. It doesn't have to be the top three. It doesn't have to be that. It can be something simple and fun, something that adds fulfillment into your life. I see 2022 as being the same in the way that I would love to share these things with you. But first, I figured in this episode, I would go over how I completed or didn't complete, I guess my successes and failures of my 2021 goals. I have to say that I started the year really well. And I would, I think that January through March, the end of March, 
I was doing fantastic. I feel like a lot of things were on track and going very well. I spent a lot of time doing the things that I had planned on doing and wanting to do. And I established a lot of goals like eating well and eating plant-based the way that I want to, tons of vegetables. I was in the habit of stretching. I was in the habit of going on my daily 30-minute walk. I was working on doing a digital declutter. I was reading. I was doing Spanish stuff. I was reading my Spanish paperbacks that I wanted to read. I started to falter quickly as far as doing my daily sketches and my classical Spanish study. Those did not go well. And also, I quickly got behind on my writing projects. The YouTubing thing went great for a very long time. And then also started to falter. My favorite successes have to be playing with my family each day, making sure that homeschooling had one fun element each day, and also setting up and using office hours, which I learned from Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. I actually had to look it up, but excellent book. Those were my goals for 2021, and my overarching goals were to improve my body, improve my mind, and improve my business. I feel strongly like I actually did those three main things, even if some of the baby steps, like the very specific goals, didn't get done the way that I thought that they would. I did finish up my 12 paperbacks. We read all the Harry Potter books together as a family. I read various books myself, which was fun. And this coming year, I have a different goal as far as reading goes, but I am still loving the whole paperback thing, and it's something that I want to continue doing. There's just a different sense for me when I am reading a paperback versus an ebook. There were a lot of health and personal issues that set me back quite a bit this year, but in the end, I'm so glad that they did because a lot of my goals became figure out how to take really good care of myself. I'm now on track to becoming the healthiest I've ever been, both mentally and physically. I still have a lot of work to do, but I did the groundwork necessary this year, well, in 2021, to be able to take good care of myself and to be able to recognize when I'm struggling with something or when something needs to be adjusted. Physically and mentally, I went through so many challenges this year and it was hard. It was a hard, hard time. I know I've talked about that a lot on the podcast, but I feel like I've come out on the other side of this, knowing myself so much better. And I am very excited about my goals for 2022 because actually going through that process has dictated what I would like to do in 2022 and has helped me to process some of that a little bit better, but to be able to live better and to think better. And I I feel like I really did improve my body and my mind this year. I would say that in total, I probably completed about 70% of my goals for 2021, considering that I ended up shifting a ton of my time and energy, like 100% of my spare time and energy for many, many months of the year to improving my mental and physical health. I feel really happy with this. No, it's not 100% of my list checked off. And that's always something I aspire to for sure. But I improved and I changed. And that is my main theme that I wanted to have happen in 2021. And I did. I improved. That is what I wanted. 
And that's what I did. So if you look at it like that, it's 100% success, even if the baby steps to getting to improvement were not completed all the way. I think that's a healthier way to look at goal setting. And a lot of people don't like to make goals or resolutions at the new year. Honestly, they can mean a lot of different things. It doesn't have to be paying off your house, saving money or losing weight. I have made some of those things goals in the past and it's it's great. I personally love setting goals, but I think that looking at our goals in a healthier way or setting goals that are fun can be a great way to enable us to improve our lives, which is the whole point of it and not put on so much stress or have so much baggage attached to setting those goals and resolutions. If the theme for 2021 was improvement for myself, I would say that my goal for 2022 is live a fulfilling life. There are a lot of things that I worked through that brought me to the conclusion that I needed to make some serious adjustments. My whole goal with all of these things is to add more fulfillment to my life. I was very careful. I thought about it for a long time and I am absolutely willing to change or adjust some of these if they're not working to add fulfillment to my life. Because in the end, that is the whole idea. I want to live a more meaningful life and whatever is going to add the most meaning to my life is what I've added onto the list. And if I find mid-year that it's not adding meaning to my life, then what was the whole point of having that activity on there anyway? Like I don't need to keep on doing something that's not adding meaning to my life if that's the whole overarching goal. I think that's a really good way of looking at things is to determine what your big overarching goal is. And I think I did a podcast episode on this either last year or in 2019. I can't remember which year, but it's basically on how I determine my goals for the year. I'm not going to go into all that right now, but it is a good idea to have an overarching goal. Like what's the main thing you want to have happen? And then pick a bunch of mini goals that will help you to achieve that. And that's what I do. This whole idea of living a meaningful life, living a more fulfilling life is what has got me to this point where I am right now. All of that being said, here are my 2022 goals. The first one on the list is I don't want to schedule any work on the weekends for my podcast or YouTube channel. Whether I get things recorded in advance, I always find myself editing on the weekends. It's something that bothers me and it adds stress when I edit during the week. I don't feel that stress when I'm editing on the weekend. I feel like I have this deadline and I need to get it done. And I do want to publish my episodes and videos in a timely manner. Thinking about the things that I want in my life and adding fulfillment and meaning to my life. The podcast is one of those things. I find a lot of fulfillment in recording this and putting it out there. And I've gotten so much positive response. It's very motivating to keep on going with it. What I don't appreciate is having that stress. And so if I get it all done during the week, then I don't have that stress. So I'm easily able to eliminate that. And I felt the same thing about YouTube videos. I did not have time for YouTubing after a certain point this year. I had to take a step back and take care of my mental and physical health. I had to do it. But I'm excited to get back to video creation because it is so much fun. And I find the same value and fulfillment in that as I do in the podcast. But I need to keep that element of stress out of it so that it's a long-term game and not just something that I do sporadically. So I have such a good schedule for the most part with my podcast. I need to get the same thing going with my YouTube videos. And then I will be able to have those weekends for 
picking up a writing project that I want to work on or accepting an invitation to do something spontaneous. So these are the things I really want to make sure that I have happen in order to have the time to live that more meaningful and fulfilling life. I'm just trying to eliminate those little bits of stress that are prevalent in my life and problematic sometimes. Goal number two is actually very similar to goal number one. I do not want to do laundry on the weekends. I do not want to do it. I recently had the experience of a stressful and packed laundry room. I was at the laundry room here at the RV park. And uh, for those of you that don't know, we full-time RV. We are stationary most of the year and travel during the summers. But I was up at the laundry room doing laundry. Somebody took up like all the dryers. They only did one load of wash, but then used a bunch of the dryers. And I had all of this stuff and I had a timeline for getting my stuff washed. And somebody left their stuff in the washing machine. Someone left their stuff in the dryer. You know how it goes if you've ever used a laundromat. It's it's, it can be frustrating and stressful. I also appreciate that everyone wants to do their laundry how they want or need to do it. So, you know, whatever, it's okay. I was washing all of the stuff on a Sunday afternoon and it hit me. Why would I do this to myself? I am a stay-at-home mom. I work at home. I do not have to do this to myself. I'm not obligated to be washing clothes on a Sunday. I have the luxury of not needing to do laundry on the weekend. My husband does not need to do laundry on the weekend. And also, if I get myself organized, this is like a public service by me also not taking up washing machines on a weekend. I have asked myself when making this list and it, and also just kind of observing my actions and my schedule and things like that. Why would I add that kind of stress to my life? That has been a huge determiner of my goals this year. I don't want to have stress in my life, so I'm going to remove as much of it as I possibly can. These two goals might kind of sound funny, but I'm determined to stick to them because I think they're going to add a lot of benefit to my life. Goal number three, I purchased a drawing book. It's a 30 days to becoming a better drawer or something like that. I don't know. Something like that. But I purchased this book and I wanted to complete it at the beginning of 2021. In my efforts to also include my children in becoming better artists, I decided that we were all going to do this. But it meant that my own drawing suffered because I was explaining the book to them and it just turned into an experience about them and educating them instead of an experience for myself. While I do think that the tips were helpful for my children, none of us finished that book because it really was something that I wanted to do by myself. And because I wasn't getting out of it what I needed to get out of it, I ended up taking it off of the table or just kind of rummaging through and not doing the projects in the order they should be done in and things like that. So my goal this year is to complete that book for myself and by myself. Goal number four is to be more frugal and find more ways to save money. I've enjoyed some blogs and vlogs and am ready to get going even more with frugality. I know that I'm pretty frugal in a lot of ways, but I know also that I could be better. I'm not quite sure what this will look like, but I've got some ideas and I'm definitely going to share this with you here on the podcast. Goal number five is to garden all year long. Yes, we live in an RV, but I love gardening. It's something that I've really missed since giving up a house. 
And it's something also that I've managed to find little ways of doing, even though we do live in an RV. Again, I'm not quite sure what this one's going to look like other than I want to garden all year long. Goal number six would be to make one weekly home improvement. For the third time in a row, I don't know what this is going to look like. I don't have a list or anything set in stone about my weekly home improvement. But I have been enjoying watching some vloggers and bloggers that talk about home improvement and different things that they have done. And I feel like since we've moved into the RV, my husband and I have either had projects that we worked on together or I've let go of working on home improvement type things because we are in such a small space. There's not really a ton to do. Like you complete a project and then that's sort of it. And it stays like that for a really long time as far as decor goes or things like that. I am noticing a couple things that need attention and I'm excited to get to those. And so I will be talking about all of that and how it kind of transpires as the year goes on the podcast. Goal number seven is to read or listen to 22 books. I have made a goal to read books every year for several years now, and it's always very fulfilling. Definitely okay with listening to some audiobooks. I walk a lot, and that's a good time for me to be able to listen to something. This goal is definitely not going to be specific to reading paperbacks, listening to audiobooks, or reading digital books. I don't care. I just want to get 22 titles done this year. Goal number eight is a very special goal to me. I have come to the conclusion that I need a mandatory couple of hours each day of the week in order to get some things done and have time to completely focus on the things that I'm working on. It's something that has become very clear. I will sacrifice my time for my family a lot. I don't think that that's necessarily bad all the time. There are so many temptations to be selfish a lot and I don't want to fall into those but I also do need time to be able to rejuvenate and take care of the things that I need to take care of and pursue the goals that I want to follow so I have decided that it's mandatory that I get one and a half hours each day of the week and I'm going to stick to this it's going to be great I want to set time and I'm going to do it starting on January 3rd number nine would be equally as important. Once a week, I want feed my soul time. I want to do something that is fun or relaxing. I can definitely get tied up in being productive or completing mundane, mandatory daily tasks. And I need to have once a week be just a moment of fun. Goal number 10 is to learn four accordion and four piano pieces. I have quit practicing instruments on a daily basis for quite a while now. I think in 2018, I made a goal to, yeah, I think it's 2018. I made a goal to learn how to play the accordion and I got quite good. I was practicing every day and doing a really good job with that. I'm out of the habit of practicing any kind of musical instrument. So they do not have to be complex pieces. I just want to learn four piano and four accordion pieces this year. I figure if I do that and tell you that I'm going to do that, I can learn twinkle twinkle and that will count. But I just want to learn four of each of those to help me to get back to practicing and enjoying playing music. Goal number 11 is to run a 5K. I love running. I have enjoyed getting back into some of that and I would love to actually run a little race. Goal number 12 is very exciting to me. I want to visit six garden centers. There are so many beautiful garden centers or nurseries. I don't know what you call them wherever you live, but 
I want to go to six of them and learn, look around, see what they've got, and help me to educate myself even more on gardening. Goal number 13 and my final goal on the list is to hang with my family members individually, one family member per week. Basically, I just want to invite either my husband or my kids to spend some individual time with me once a week. My plan is to rotate probably from oldest to youngest or youngest to oldest, whatever will help me to keep track best and do some little thing. My daughter and I watched a movie a little while back. It was really fun. My husband and I have gone on lots of dates in 2021 and I have done a few things with my son that have been really special and meaningful. I loved my goal of improving my relationships last year and improving my relationships with my family. Having fun with them each day was a really big deal. So I wanted to kind of take that idea and adjust it on an individual level. So that's my intention there, that I get some individual time with my husband and kids, one person each week. So those are my goals for 2022. I'm really excited to tell you about them as things progress at the beginning of each episode as I have been doing the last couple of years. And I'm excited. I'm excited about these things. I feel like they're going to help me to be able to improve, but also to have a meaningful and fulfilling life. I am in need of shifting focus to that. And I'm excited about it because I think it's going to be a very healthy thing for me. And I'm excited to have fun. I, I would like, I'd like to have some fun in 2022. Not that I didn't have fun in 2021, but there were so many heavy things. I feel like I'm in need of some levity. Making these goals a little bit lighter and more exciting and fun was something that I personally needed this year. Everyone has different things that they need, but I'm hoping that having these as goals will keep me focused on having a more meaningful, uplifting, positive life. And I'm excited about that. As always, we have a minimalist challenge. And my minimalist challenge for you today is to ask yourself, what is one fun thing that you would like to do in 2022 and set it as a goal? I would love to be a part of removing the negative stereotypes of New Year's resolutions and goal setting because goals have improved my life so much and brought so much fun and beauty into it. I don't think we need to beat ourselves up for not completing goals 100% of the way. I think that we can use them to improve our lives and add joy and happiness. So if you would like to join me in making a goal this year, please do so. You can let me know what it is. You can let me know when you complete it. And I think that'd be awesome. At this point, how to be a minimalist at gmail.com is the easiest way to get a hold of me through email. I don't always go onto Instagram anymore. It's one of those things that kind of let go of a lot because I was not finding it to be, yeah, it just wasn't adding a lot of meaning to my life. And it was actually adding some stress and time. A lot. It was taking a lot of time away from my life. So I kind of let go of it. If you want to email me though, that is always really fun to hear from y'all. I hope that you are having a great start to your new year. Remember, it is all about the experiences, not the stuff. And I will see you next time.